Arizona's Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling. And no, I did not see David Blaine floating above my house this week. But, you know, thanks very much for asking. Yep, just a couple of days ago, the eccentric... Is that the right word to describe David Blaine? Let's go with eccentric. The eccentric magician decided to recreate the movie Up by blowing up a load of brightly coloured helium balloons, grabbing onto them very tightly and then letting them carry him off across the Arizona desert. He floated up over four miles above the cacti, no doubt confusing the heck out of eagles and buzzards, and eventually he just let go floating to the ground on a parachute that he took quite a long time to open. Even watching it on delay made me nervous how long he took to open that parachute. In other news, I rescued a lizard this week and didn't rescue a scorpion. That's as dangerous as my life got. First then to the lizard. It was in fact the second lizard rescue in as many weeks. All the windows in our house have got these see-through fabric bug screens on them, a sort of gauze so you can open your windows once the nights get a bit cooler. That should happen around November. And it means that horrible winged things don't get inside and scare you while you're trying to eat your tea. However, These teeny lizards that flash around the garden at all hours manage to get in under the screen and then can't get out again. So (laughs) it's like your own personal reptile display as they just jump around in your eyeline between the window and the screen. We haven't yet worked out how to get the screen off yet. There's these kind of clips that we can't manage to unclip. So we tend to open the window and then, of course, the lizard panics runs into the house and it's like Laurel and Hardy meets the Chuckle Brothers as we race around with jars and tubs trying to rescue it before it flees into the jaws of the very excited dog. Now, I don't mind a lizard, but I wasn't so thrilled to be blobbing around in my pool at the weekend. It's too hot to swim. I basically walk up and down reading a book and call it exercise and then come face to face with a scorpion. Now, in good news for my nerves... It was a deceased scorpion. I'm guessing they're not very good swimmers, but still, come on. No one needs scorpions. Come back, Daddy Longlegs. All is forgiven. I do often get messages from you saying, oh, I don't know why you do it, Sam Walker. I couldn't bear to live around all those beasties, the snakes and the lizards and the spiders and the scorpions. But really, oh man, I'm really aware that even by saying this, I'm obviously cursing myself now, but it's not something that happens every day. The ex-scorpion in our pool was actually the first scorpion, alive or dead, that I've seen since that very first scorpion encounter in our very first house over a year ago. Which, yes, did send me into paroxysms of fear, shock and anguish at the time, but it's not something I have to regularly deal with. In fact, when I saw this ex-beastie in my pool, it was much less, ah, and more, oh no... I mean, I didn't want there to be a scorpion in my swimming pool. But I'm going to choose to think that it didn't wander into my garden and set up home with its extended family. I'm going to think that instead it fell out of the beak of a passing bird. Perhaps the bird dropped it when gasping in surprise at a passing David Blaine. Who knows? (laughs) That's the story, though, that I'm going to go with. Then at least I don't think there's loads more of them around. I do feel very lucky in my animal encounters this week though compared to a colleague of Dave's. Let's call him Jason. 
His name is actually Jason, but I thought that sounded quite dramatic. So Jason had spent the summer out of Phoenix, sensible man that he is. He's got an RV, so jealous. And so he drove his family from Arizona all the way across pretty much the whole country to New York State, North New York State, in fact, where his dad lives. And he parked up in some woodland there behind his dad's house where he spent the whole summer working from home slash working from RV while his kids built dens with their granddad in the woods. How wonderful must that have been? He then took a couple of weeks off work and slowly meandered back home to the furnace just in time for the school year to start. Lovely. (laughs) As he pulled into the driveway, exhausted from the last eight-hour leg of the trip, the family wearily traipsed up the pathway and... Oh. Oh, no. (sighs) Right there, on the covered porch, there to welcome him home, not one, but two diamondback rattlesnakes. (laughs) Now, this story does not have a happy ending for the snakes, but Jason lives in a fairly remote spot. He's got young kids And he was really, really ready to get into his house. But do you know what? If I was him, I think I would have just got back into the RV and driven off. Come on, kids. We'll find somewhere else to live. (laughs) Nothing to see here. In other snake news, there has been a slight change of mind in our house after my youngest has spent the last six months researching snakes and saving up like mad. She has pivoted with a little bit of persuasion to another creature. Now, as I said last week, I don't have a problem with snakes. I do have a problem with a pet that lives for a good 15 years and none of our friends are willing to drop in and feed it if we say, come back to England for a couple of weeks. And you have to think, don't you, before you get a pet of all the different situations you'll be in and make sure that they can be cared and looked after. So we started to plant the seed. Is this what you really want? Do you really want a snake? Yes, 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 yes. Are you sure? Yes, 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 yes. What about a gerbil? This didn't go down very well. What about a fish? My sister's got fish. I don't want fish. Okay. What about a kitten? What about another kitten? She was quite keen on this for a minute, but we do already have two cats and I think she wanted to be different. We kept on talking. She finally rushed into the bedroom one morning at approximately 5am. Thank you. And said, I know what I want. I know. I thought last night and I've been up ages reading all about them and I've already started my project and this is what I want, a bearded dragon. (laughs) They're actually quite lovely. I've learned more about bearded dragons in the last week than I thought anyone could ever really know, having known nothing about them a week or so before. So the hunt begins for a dragon sitter in the greater Phoenix area. Any offers, please do let me know. Bearded dragons do cost a bit more to set up than snakes, so luckily we're going to have to wait a little bit longer anyway. And she's back on the savings tip. But she has done a whole cost spreadsheet. She is well down that path already. I have got no idea where she gets this drive for good accounting from. But if you need a bookkeeper, her rates are very reasonable. Let me know. This week has also marked the end of an era. As the sale of our house in Manchester completed and... We no longer own our own home. Dave's delighted. Well, maybe that's too strong. He's relieved that we won't ever have to go through what we went through last year with the tenants from hell. And 
The mortgage we've been having to pay all this time has made things really tight. But I'd be lying if I said I felt the same relief. I know that it's the right thing to do, but man, I loved that house. I thought it's where I'd be going back to one day. And now I won't. Just think, said Dave, we've got no ties. We could live anywhere. And he's right. And I do feel a sense of that. But I just need a moment to say goodbye to a place that had so many happy memories for my family and a place I thought would form part of our future. But it's just a thing after all, a possession that's been passed on to another family now to make their memories. And it's time for my family to make new ones. Right here. I'll see you in the desert. (laughs) 